Welcome to Transition Points with Tate and Dice. Hashtag prepare to be educated. Hashtag game for free. I see my, my homie Iron Mike up in this thing with me, y'all. I seen he just picked up I don't his bottle of water. I guess it's bottle of water unless he got the vodka inside of his, man. I don't know. The throat, <laughs> the throat getting kind of parched. Um, just want to hey, listen. Hey, hey, bro. Yeah. We giving game for free. We on you know, free promo. I ain't showing no kind of water bottle, bro. This ain't promo <laughs> for free. It's game for free. <laughs> No, it's all good, bro. Um, y'all already know, man. Tuesday, Friday, happy TGIF uh, to everybody. Um, 6 to 7 P Eastern Standard, as you already know. Um, I want to jump in here, Iron Mike. Uh, first and foremost, follow at the Delegate 24 on the social media IG as well as on uh as well as on Twitter, and of course mine at Tate's Take Hoops. Um Cause I got some stuff that might piss some people off if I'm just keeping it real. You see, Iron Mike try and dress like Iron Mike try and dress like me today with the black over the shirt, uh, over uh-huh. the chest, and the D on the hat. He got the flat brim. I got I got the baseball bill. You know, I said the folded bill. But um, just keeping it straight, man. Like like I kind of took a offense to just a couple things that I've seen uh, in regards to. Um, some stuff that I've seen on the tube, man, uh, a few nights ago. But we're going to get into that. First, let's get this stuff out of the way real quick. Um, here on Transition Points, Episode 6, some things that may have caught your eye. Since the postponement of the NBA season, I got a couple things. I know that, you know, Dice, I know you got some stuff, man, that that, that you really want to get through to the people's. Like mine, I, just, I can briefly go through mine real quick, but I want to get yours out the way real quick, man, because we might have some yeah. stuff on the same list. No, it's all good, bro. So I just got a couple, like, small things. It's one big thing that I want to get into, man, but just, you know, the the state of haircut and grooming for men, bro. It's like a it's like a polarization, bro. Exactly. You see how we look and I look, bro. We represent the majority. I see all these NBA players. Everybody got their neck beards looking like Andrew Luck and everything. Yeah, we ain't got yeah. no lineups. And I love it, though, too, because there's a lot of brothers that have access, that will have access to their own, like, a mobile barber. They're holding out, man. They're going through the struggle like everybody else, man. You got a couple mm-hmm. other cats, man. That's kind of like, you know, staying consistent with their, their, their prettiness, man. So that's just always kind of funny to me to see, like, that dichotomy between, like, dudes that are groomed and dudes that, you know what I'm saying, get lined up. I seen your boy Tyler Hero, bro. You know, he has an interesting haircut. You see his haircut, bro, with the little braids and everything? Oh, I think cuz got the – I get. I just call it the new wave. Like, because everybody was – everybody at first was going with, you know what I'm saying, the – um. everybody was going with the with, with the lineup, you know what yeah. I'm saying, and then just the wacky flower pot, <laughs> just the crazy nappy look, yeah. you know what I mean, to where you really can't mm-hmm. get much of a balance between – is your hair really cut? But you got the nappy coming out. Like, which, <laughs> yeah. which one is it? The confused. You know what I'm saying? The nappy the in between stage, right? But now, but now everybody's going with the shave around the sides and around back. But yeah. from the front to the crown is just is it's, it's just the hair. So they 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 braid they they twisting yeah. it back. That's what they're like, doing. I think they one of doing. the first people I've seen do that. Like I did see Russ do it. I did see Harden do it. I think for a game or two. But mm-hmm. I think I, if I recall correctly, I think I saw Iman Shumpert as the first person I saw do it. Oh, or Jimmy, or Jimmy Butler, one of the two. 
Not Jimmy yeah, Butler. It was a, yeah. Oh, that's a fact. Great, great, great recall, bro. It definitely was. And to tell you the truth, man, even though this is an NBA uh, or a basketball show, I got to give credit where it's deserved, man. I think the first dude that had that hairstyle was uh, was Diddy's son, the light-skinned dude. I forget his name, man, but he was the first one to rock it. So I'm just noticing, like, cats, you know what I'm saying, going through the whole bath, I mean, sorry, the, the whole barbershop and haircut struggle. That kind of caught my eye. Number two, podcasting and just pure content. I'm seeing, like, a lot of the players going out there, they're being active. They're not just sitting back on the on the laurels or just or just chilling, man. They out there. Cause a lot of if you notice, man, it seems like in the last 10 to 15 years, man, the blueprint, the template is have a successful career, mm-hmm. retire, and transition into like, you know, radio or broadcasting, you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like this situation is giving the cats a like a head start. It's like forcing them to think about life after basketball. It's so funny. I had watched stuff uh, for the first time, you can believe it, man. I watched Kobe Bryant's Muse. Uh, last week on Showtime, man, he had that was just like his first uh, production he did when he uh, got injured and he like tore his uh, Achilles, man. Why you hold, during why, that? Why are you holding out on the link though? Oh, but uh, man, you know what? It came See, on Showtime. Let, 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 let me let the let, let me let the people know, bro. Whenever <laughs> I'm scrolling through, whenever I'm just checking out just some potential material for the show, yeah. whatever the case may, I always. Send my dude Dice a link. Yo, check this you out. Do. I think this would be great. You do. Yo, check this out. Dog. I don't know if you ever heard about this, cuz, but peep this out, cuz. This would be good. <laughs> Dice never shoot. You try to keep it to yourself, bro. What, what'd you call the other day? What? Uh, what you trying to call me a gatekeeper, cuz? Gatekeeper. You trying to call me a gatekeeper? Gatekeepers, bro. <laughs> These gatekeepers more nah, than nah. ever. Never that, man. Always game for free. You know, you're right, though. Uh, theoretically, I need to get better, man. But actually, Kobe Bryant's Mills, it's like a his first like documentary slash like special he produced uh, under Kobe Inc. And I actually saw it on Showtime, like Showtime Channel. So mm-hmm. shout out to Showtime. You got the Showtime Channel, man. Just go on your on demand or your cable guide and your preview and just see the next time when, when it comes on. But basically, though, I bring that up because Kobe said when he got uh, hurt, it really forced him to think about about his career, his life after basketball. You know what I'm saying? So even though a lot of players aren't hurt right now, we're all going through it, uh, you know, collectively. Nobody can play basketball, so everybody's being forced to be sit, to sit down and think about, you know, their careers and their life, man. So definitely podcasts. I'm seeing a lot of cats doing that. Um, the IG horse, the 2K, Yeah, no, IG, absolutely. IG I guess that ties yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, we're so like everybody wants to criticize the NBA for like broadcasting the horse competition, the 2K, and everything. Hey, I'm not bad, man. If you if you if you thirsty, exactly. You feeling for basketball, you take it the way you get it, man. You know what I'm saying? You take it how you get it, bro. So I'm not mad at that. But look, this is what I wanted to talk about though, man. I was you, just like hold on. scrolling did through you, my Instagram line. Did you uh, watch the horse? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Did you watch did, did you watch horse? You know what, bro? I watched certain people. I watched certain matchups. I did watch mm-hmm. Chauncey Billups versus uh, Trey Young. I was kind of disappointed in Trey, man. We ever get Trey on here, man? You know what I'm saying? Your boy, your, your man, 50 grand. I'm about to ask him. Like, I felt like he kind of like held out. Like he was waiting to see what Chauncey was going to do before he brought like the big guns. And like he's known for having like him and Steph Curry for having like the, the longest shot in the league, the deepest shot, the deepest ability to make a shot. He was like doing – like kind of like mid mid range mid shot, so I was kind of disappointed in that. But I did watch the horse. Did you watch the uh, tape? Nah, I ain't watch no horse, bro. I refuse. But listen, what I'm trying to tell you. Though. 
<laughs> but but on the real, and I hear you about what you said about Trey. I'm not necessarily one of those people, but I do got it the, the, the same way that you know I was one of the first people, if not the first person in Atlanta, telling people about Trey way back when he was in high school. But like I'm a from that point all the way up through All Star Weekend, like people had higher expectations prior to the horse. Like the horse is in addition. So with okay. Trey Young performing in the skills challenge, didn't do well. Performed in three point competition. Didn't do well. Performed in, um, I think he did pretty good in the in the um, what do you call it? like rookie sophomore or whatever they call that now, rising stars or whatever. Yeah, um, I think he did pretty good in that and in the all star game too. But like now the horse thing, like we go ahead to give buddy on, bro, and just kind of find out like 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 what's going on. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Is is is, is something you, on your you know? Yeah, you know that's a fact that's a great point man you know sometimes every day isn't our day man but you made a great point i'm thinking about uh last year his rookie year take when he had dip or performed like the, the skills challenge man and that's when i told you i said take you were right boy like it's certain things like real hoopers can see in other real hoopers mm -hmm. like just certain things you know what i'm saying like the most like slides from those most subtle things man i remember coming out the gate to like gain the advantage he will grab the basketball and kind of like throw it up, like just kind of like pass it to himself in the forward motion and, and like a dribbling motion. Like, ah, mm -hmm. I've never seen none of that before. Like that, that's like very smart, man. That's like that's a high basketball IQ, man. So that's mm -hmm. when I'm like, you know what? That he got it right here, man. He got it right yeah. there. But yeah, no doubt. And I was just being I, I obviously I was being facetious in what I was saying. Oh, yeah. However, however, though, like I'm gonna be more interested by him and just a, a handful of other players. Or not even a handful, more than a handful to see how people are coming out of this pandemic situation because we've had a ton of stuff that we haven't really thought about. Like for once, something happened in this world, and I'm not trying to turn this more so into the COVID-19 pandemic, but for once, there's been something that has happened in this world that has kind of somewhat put NBA players on the same level as like everybody else the other just regular citizens it's a great equalizer exactly and that's exactly what it's done so like i've always lived by this motto of yo we're gonna find out who just been like texting and tweeting about it and who like really been on their game and so we're gonna find out when the league does start back up not only who've been working on their game so much because natural talent skill set just is what it is but on top of that like i really feel like who has this motivated more than anybody? Who is this inspired? Who's going to come out the gate just ready to ball and just really put on a show? Who has been really taken in to a different level, even if they weren't born during that time or they may have been really too young to remember the Michael Jordan years and all that? Like, who's going to be the player that took that documentary to heart and say, man, I thought that I had some guts or I thought that, you know, I was a leader or I thought that I had the drive or the ultimate, you know, competitive uh, uh, nature within myself but now I got to take it up another, another notch like that's and I want to hear somebody come out and actually say that you know that is something that inspired them and motivated them more so than anything not mean to cut you off go ahead no 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 you set me up I know we had this is transition points man but our original show our original uh, name or title is going to be off the glass you just do it off the glass for me man because you said we're going to find out and uh, you know what you know somebody who wants to find out something is Kyrie Irving. He wants to find out if Kimball Walker wants to smoke with him. I was scrolling through my Instagram timeline yesterday, 
And I saw a little a little buzz where like a little buzz a headline said, hold on, this this can't be this can't be for real. Nothing Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving said he wants to smoke with Kimball Walker. He wants to play Kimball Walker one-on-one. He was on somebody's podcast. Uh, I don't have that information right now, but I'll give him credit. But I definitely have the the transcription. I have the quote right here. He says, so the, the person interviewing him asked him, you know all these players, so I'm going to ask what matchups you like. Kyrie says, you know, we never talk about this. Me and K-Walk, I want that matchup. I want K-Walk. Me and K-Walk, he have to. Hold up, hold up. Yo, say that one more time. Me and K-Walk, that's my matchup. I want K-Walk. That's my big bro. I want K-Walk, bro. That's my big bro. You know we got mutual respect, but I know everybody wants to see it out of New York, out of New Jersey. Every time we play against each other, it's always a game. He gave us 40. I gave him 40 back and forth. That's just a part of where we grew up. Woo! Man. You know what, bro? I love that. And I'm going to ask you who you think. I mean, that's, that, that, that's tough, bro, because, like, coming out, I was never, like, the biggest fans of either one of these dudes, if I'm just being honest. Just, like, mm. when they were coming out of college and so forth, obviously Kimba mm. earned my respect in a, in, a, in a different light just because mm. of the simple fact that he won a national championship and led his team and all that other stuff, everything good like that. But, like, both of them – they're dribblers. Like, you know anything about those players that come from the East region of the United States? They dribblers. They're ball handlers. They got on the string. Yo-yo. Yeah. Like, Kyrie mm -hmm. got that. But, but but Kimba has been a player, and that didn't surprise me what, what Kyrie has done considering the expectations that was set for him. But for Kimba, I feel like that was different. Like, Kimba, mm -hmm. for, where the, for, for, for where I categorize him at, me, mm -hmm. just me, just me, like, he definitely has exceeded. Some people don't even meet the expectations. He didn't mm. just meet my expectations. He exceeded my expectations. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to mm. go as far as to call him like a Hall of Famer and then like that. Mm. But it is enough to say like the way that, that, that he came in and did what he did in Charlotte after I had been so long before Charlotte, I didn't ever seen like an all-star or anybody of an elite level talent. And then went from there and then putting it down on Boston. But I did hear a little bit about this conversation a little bit earlier in regards to Kyrie and, and Kimba. Are we talking about Kyrie and Kimba one-on-one? -on -one? Are we talking about Kyrie Dang. and Kimba like, like Nets versus Celtics? Are we talking about Kyrie and Kimba Nets with, 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 with KD included versus Kimba mm -hmm. and Celtics? Mm -hmm. Or are we talking about, yo... Kimba, you go and get your best five from your hood, and I'm going to go get my best five from my hood, and we can oh. really get that. That's oh. what I want. I want to see it go down like that, like that, like that. No, that's a fact, man. That's prime time. It's just so many things to unpack, bro. You know, like technically, strategically, aesthetically, from a basketball point, it would be great to watch, man. You brought up, you know, and you're right, man. A lot of like the, the East Coast, the East region, Eastern region, Eastern region, you know, Basketball players, they do have a great handle. They do have great, you know, crossovers and hesitations and so forth, man. Um, and just in the NBA alone, the last 10 or 15 years, when I think about, like, the best, like, step backs in the league, I think about Manny Ginobili. I think about James Harden. I think about Kimball Walker. I mean, and this is probably more so your territory, DT, because you like the college hoops guru, bro. But I ain't got hesitation uh, like me, though. 
They ain't got the <laughs> ain't got the Tate Hezzy like me, bro. Uh, oh, nobody does, bro. Nobody. No, like we we gonna talk about it another day, though, bro. You all know right, what I'm saying? Right. But when it comes to like like media figures, broadcasters, and the like, and reporters, bro, ain't nobody seen my man Tate on the handle, man. That yo yo and the Hezzy. And your Jay broke too. And I, I say something about your Hezzy, bro. When somebody got a broke Jay, they still give you the Hezzy, bro. <laughs> he didn't like that comment. <laughs> I'm talking about that Hezzy crazy because like, somebody got no. How about this? This is how we're going to do it. Now, this is, uh, go ahead and finish your point because I'm going to tell you how we're going to do it before I transition. <laughs> go ahead and finish your point. No, nah, man. You know, I'm just, I care because I care though, man. But I'm thinking about when Kimball Walker brought up the. The big step back in the uh, Big East tournament, bro. When he played for UConn, man, oh my God, he was snatching folks, bro. I'm talking about snatching them. So I always felt like in the NBA right now, you know, shout out to Jamal Crawford. He's not playing anymore, but Jamal Crawford, Paul Pierce, I'm sorry, uh, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, Kimball Walker, it Trey too. Those are like my top five or six ball handlers right now. You know what I'm saying? So it would be interesting. I think on one on one. I would say Kyrie will probably win because he's bigger, a bigger guard. Like Kyrie's a sneaky six foot three, bro. Like he yeah. ain't like five eleven, six feet, like people think he is. He's really sneaky taller, bro. Um, like D Rose was like six three. He's like a sneaky tall man. And Kyrie Irving, his game is so complete, though, bro. I'm talking about inside, outside, medium, uh, medium range. He got the left though, man. He's ambidextrous. He got the lefty though, man. You know what I'm saying? So I think one, it'll be close though. Uh, but I think Kyrie wins, you know what I'm saying, the close game. But like you said, and we're doing Celtics versus Nets without KD, I think the Celtics, the Celtics are going to – they're going to mop up the Nets, bro, right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just a better all-around team, in my opinion, because Jason Tatum, like, he might be one or two more years away from, like, superstar, man. So, on the mm -hmm. team on the team front, I'm going to go have to side with the Celtics on one-on-one, just like Kyrie versus Kemba. Every slow slide, I'm going with Kyrie. All right, couple things here. First and foremost, um, if we are if we were to be talking about a Boston and 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 New and and, and Brooklyn um, series, okay, with KD, what is that series? Brooklyn, Boston. Yep, with KD. Woo, woo, woo. Now with KD, prime time. Uh, okay, and keep in mind that I think Jacques Vaughn is the coach of the Nets right now, no longer Kenny Atkinson, man. Mm -hmm. Um, you know what, man? Usually they say like the NBA is a player's league, and I agree with that, man. But sometimes when you equally match with other teams, sometimes the X factor could be great coaching, and I just feel like, man, uh, uh, the Boston coach, uh, not Brad Stevens. Yeah, Brad Stevens. That is the Boston coach, yeah. Yeah, Brad Stevens. I feel like you know, he's a a better coach than Jock Vaughn. You know what I'm saying? I think that could be like the weak spot. I think that uh, Brad Stevens can exploit, you know, Jock Vaughn. Uh, even though Brooklyn is, is depleted right now. I mean, I look at their lineup. Uh, you know, you got Jerry Allen. Then you have DeAndre Jordan come off the bench. But other than who Kyrie got, and bro? KD, who are you, you, you getting buckets from? Who you got in the series, and what what's the what's the 
Which I got game? four or two. Four I'm gonna take one. Boston. I'm gonna take Boston in six, man. I'm gonna take Boston in six with Kevin. Durant. I think that really Kyrie gives you a game and Kevin Durant gets you a game, and that's it, man. Four. I'm going four two Boston. Four two Boston with with Durant. Yeah. What you say? Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I think it'll go seven. Mm. I'm gonna go seven. I'm gonna go four three, Brooklyn. On that. I'm gonna go four three Brooklyn. Wow. I'm gonna go four three Brooklyn. Go Brooklyn. Now this is my next question. Okay. What's the what is the series without KD? Well, I just said if it's four two, I said Kyrie will give you a game. KD will give you a game. Since KD's not there, I'm gonna say Boston four one <laughs> and Boston in five. <laughs> okay. okay, respect. Let's address something else. <clears throat> okay, broke jump shot, right? <laughs> he didn't like that one. <laughs> no, that's all good. It ain't about like, love, hate, dislike, anything in between. <laughs> Nothing in between. We gonna have to one on one it. Oh, right here on the show, we 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 we, got, we got, gonna put it on wax. We gonna yeah. bad bad lungs and all over this way. We gonna put. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put it on wax since you want to wear the same hat as me today. We're gonna put it on wax. Well, if you look for the record, if you've seen every uh show that recorded, I consistently rock this tiger's hat. You know what I'm saying? I consistently rock the tiger's hat. So get on my level. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna send you back to a prior episode from like last okay. week where you didn't even wear no cap. But regardless, I no cap, no yeah, cap. You had, but regardless, you had the Tigers. I had the Tigers. Okay. I had it. Yeah. But but forget that. Forget that. No, 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 <laughs> that don't even matter right now. We about to transition because I got a couple people that commented in and they want to say okay. a couple things. No doubt. No doubt. But but think about the wager, or you know what? That's what we got the platform for. Look at the bottom of the screen. Feel free to comment below with questions and opinions. Next time, I'm either a in in New Jersey. Or B, Dice is in Atlanta, which he never come. And when he do come, he never hit me up to come holler at your boy. Uh, but that's a whole that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole conversation. He didn't like that hezzy comment trying to call me out, man. <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. But the next time that we see each other, bring your shoes, or I'm bringing my shoes, yeah. and, and we're gonna get down one on one. Whoever wanna uh, not even just about seeing it. Uh, but whatever wh whatever the stakes is, I don't know what it's mm. gonna be. Uh, we 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 could do a dinner. We can do buffalo wings. We can do because you know I like the wings, bro. I like my extra crispy, all flats, ranch on the yeah. side. Give me a little bit of uh 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 uh, 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 uh. Oh, I, I gotta have that ranch. I know you might be a blue <laughs> cheese dude because you weird like that. Oh. But believe what I'm saying. Believe what I'm saying though. I gotta have a celery on the side just to make sure that I got some green in my system. Because if I don't have some green on my plate, my mama gonna give me a butt whooping. So I'm just <laughs> making a point to you though that let's do that. You wanna do the wings? We're gonna do about let, let's do about 10, 20 wings. Okay. But you know okay. what, man? We're gonna run it for wings. I gotta come to Atlanta. And I know I got on you for like promoting the free water bottles, man. But we come to Atlanta, the best we gotta either do it in Chicago or Atlanta, bro. Because we're gonna do it for some chicken. I gotta have some Harold's chicken, some real Harold's chicken in this shot, not the fake Harold's in Atlanta on Edgewood Avenue. I try to dip them. <laughs> or we gotta go to JR Crickets, bro. JR 
Creek is my favorite chicken spot in the A, North Avenue, Piedmont, downtown, midtown Atlanta. You like the uh, the hots. I like the all, the all lemon pepper, all flats, bro. Not crunchy, but extra wet, though. And I'm good, bro. We got to do some, some, some lemon pepper, my bro. Jerry right. got crickets, man. All right. One, one on one next time I see you <laughs> and we getting down yeah. over some wings. That's the way it's going to yes, go, sir. man. Y'all feel free to uh, comment at the bottom again. Questions comments opinions whatever the case may be even if who you think gonna you know win this one-on-one -on -one game if you're crazy enough to think dice then go for it i'll take you up on some wings myself we are good <laughs> um let's jump up in the comment section because a couple people already did that um i do al martin man came through and showed some love saying awesome conversation love it bro um got got somebody else my dude andre harris chimed in and said run it i like to see that see he already want to see dice lose who else we he's got talking about lose? Kyrie and Kimmel, oh, bro. oh he was Kyrie oh okay Kimmel. okay okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good uh 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 damian damian adams chimed in with us and he'd be a great one-on-one -on -one game to see uh Kyrie and kimba Kyrie yeah. 11 9. i, I agree with that one. score i can I see like that. that you know yeah. that was a very he might be a ball player on the low himself because like that's the legit that's a legit score that might be the best thing out there that i done seen um uh andre harrison being from north carolina i like what he did for the hornets and he's extremely nice however i might have to go with with Kyrie. i'm assuming that's what that means yeah so yeah Kyrie, so yeah 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 obviously um um my dude damian adams chimed in yo i gotta see the hezzy now lol you can get it off rip you already know that. <laughs> i'm giving them out bro I'm getting them out, bro. They going fast too, like flapjacks, like pancakes, bro. Uh, Andre Harris, just going through a couple. You guys feel free to comment too, so we can get into all this type stuff. Um, yeah, he did, Andre. He did. Yeah, yeah. Kimber mm -hmm. got down in the final four. Crazy handles, all that good stuff, man. So appreciate everybody for uh, chiming in. Andre does have one last comment, one last question before we start transitioning. His com uh, comment, I'm on a 10-piece medium with lemon pepper sprinkle as we speak. Look at him. But see, one thing I do like to do, let me say this, because I do like mine all flat, and and I and I, I do like them I do like them extra crispy. I like to make sure mine is done. You know what I'm saying? I like to dry mm -hmm. rub. You like the wet wings. But this is different. Mm -hmm. Have you ever tried maybe like the mild or medium, like the sauce, but with the lemon pepper, like a lemon pepper medium? Oh, dude. Ooh. Dude, like a lemon pepper buffalo. I can't say that I have, DT. Okay. So when, yes, I, when I when I win and I one on one, you can put me on and order me those wings. Like good call. I like that. Yeah, we do it like that, bro. Yes, La last one, man. Andre Harris uh said got a question for us. What do you think about an all-conference tournament after the final four? Take the best from each conference and go for it. Mm. Um hmm, I don't know. I guess that could be. Take the best okay from each conference to go for i think i think that that would be interesting um we gotta come up out this pandemic first before we start thinking about <laughs> anything but outside of that fact just want to let my dude andre harris know i think that's a pretty interesting idea though um within its own moving forward bro like i now that now that you got me ramped up bro i gotta jump on into this stuff mm -hmm. because i done seen some stuff over the course of the last day two days that's a little disturbing What's that, my brother? Right now, okay, I'm calling out Kendrick Perkins. Oh, boy. Me. I'm calling him out, and I'm going to tell you why. And I hope this get back to him. And I'm going to tell you why. Kendrick Perkins knows better. The same way that Michael said about BJ, 
Armstrong on a document, mm-hmm. he should know better. I feel like he should know better. Why? Kendrick Perkins is of age to know better. <laughs> no, I, and I just, I, bro, I feel this way in my spirit. I don't like to really get on this conversation. I said I wasn't going to have this conversation about Michael and LeBron. I don't want to turn this into a Michael and LeBron type thing because I don't think that's much of a conversation. But on top of that, I said that I wouldn't be having these conversations about Michael and Kobe or Michael and LeBron and all this type of stuff for multiple reasons. Number one, because there isn't a conversation for real. And number two, I think it's only right for us to compare these players and rank where these players are at. We have, we should wait until they're finished with their career to give them a fair shake and benefit of the doubt. That's the way I feel about it. Now we said we were going to talk about the criteria, what a lot of this is being based on. Okay. First and foremost, how much do you value rings in situations like this? Are we talking about the skill set and the talent of the better player? Because here's my opinion. I know that Allen Iverson's resume probably doesn't match up with Dwayne Wade's realistically. Okay. But I just think that he's a better player. And some people may disagree with that. And that's perfectly fine. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. But I'm going to take AI on that one. Because I think that he's a better basketball player. Me, per se, especially when you're looking at a guy like his size. So this ain't about Dwayne Wade or Allen Iverson. But one thing I definitely want to mention is when we're talking about who the better player is, who's the better player? Maybe not necessarily whose resume looks better. That's where I want to – that's just for starters in regards to the criteria. What you got? That's great. Well, just off top, man, that was the bomb right there. I like that. I mean, I definitely believe that AI – was a more impactful and revolutionary player in regards to like him and D-Way. I know that's not your main question, but that just kind of resonated with me, man. I think about AI, but I just put him in his own category, though, like the original tweener, like point guard slash two guard, you know what I'm saying? Just a killer out there, bro. Um, big heart and everything. But I, I have so many, man. It's just so many categories when it comes to criteria, bro. Like I, I personally have like three three lists based on three three categories or criteria just because I know it's so many dynamics that go into basketball you gotta factor in man so I just kind of like compartmentalize and delineate you know what I'm saying like you know the kind of list I have so like I have like my favorite all-time five my favorite players you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then I have a criteria for that criteria is I'm being biased so say for instance like Isaiah Thomas or you know what I'm saying? Uh, Scotty Pippen, Kobe Bryant, Grant Hill, the Fab Five as a collective. Like, that's like my, some like my, my Chris Webber, like my, my personal top fives. You know what I'm saying? And then there's like a top five list, like from my eye test. Like, when I look at these dudes, I said, man, these are the most dominant players I've ever seen. Like, a walking bucket can just dominate a, a game at any time, just dominate. They're like takeovers. I call them takeovers. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know what I'm saying, then you have, like, all around, like, just, like, contributors and impact in the in the NBA. And I have that kind of, like, a, a top five, like a Mount Rushmore for, like, career achievement list. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I think all of those lists and criteria is subjective. But you got to start with Michael Jordan, number one. If you ain't start with Michael Jordan, number one, I really can't honor your, your top ten list, man. And back to uh, Perkins, he had the nerve. I love LeBron, but – I feel like, you know what I'm saying, he's more like a prisoner of the moment. LeBron is, like, running the lead right now. 
Kendrick Perkins is like a neophyte in the broadcasting industry, man. So he probably wants to stay cool with the players to get scoops and everything like that, man. But I know whatever, and I, whatever the criteria is for the ESPN list, though, Tate, and I even read it, man. I just know this, bro. They they dropped like a top ten. We can get to Kendrick Perkins list. But I know we have some issues about because he had like a top five all around list. Okay, but before we get to that, like the ESPN top ten, bro. They have Shaq number ten and Kobe number nine, man. Like that's I I, I don't I don't honor that, man. If if Michael Jordan Tate is like universally recognized as the goat, the greatest player of all time. And Kobe Bryant is universally recognized as the second best player, the closest thing to Michael Jordan. Then theoretically, why is Kobe Bryant by default the number two player? That makes no sense to me, bro. Like for the record, man, like, yeah, Will Chamberlain scored 100 points in the game. But you know what the evidence is, though, Tate? The evidence is this right here. It's, yep. it's Will Chamberlain throwing up a little piece of paper that says 100. Yep. If you want to see the most points ever scored in the television game, the broadcast, that's Kobe Bryant. He scored 81 points. And all these 75 years in the NBA, nobody has scored more points on television than Kobe Bryant. That's 81, bro. So I don't understand what the – I don't know what, what's going on, why people have a, the, the vendetta against Kobe, bro, man. But for him to be, like, ranked so low, I had an issue with that, though, bro. But what's your criteria for, the, like, a, a top 10 list? When you put in your top 10 list or a top five list, what's your criteria? I mean, really, like I say, is it, for me, it's more so about you have to collectively take in all of the things. Yes, of course, the rings and winning championships and so forth. But I don't feel like that's something that should hold that much weight, because if it did, then we would be talking about Robert Ori being in the in the conversation for one of the best ever to play in the game. And we're mm -hmm. not having that conversation. And that's for mm -hmm. a reason. Why? Because Robert Ory is not one of the best players to ever play this game. So, <laughs> right. So, so with that being said, I think you just gotta overall look at look at everything all across the board. And I know it's in different eras and there's different rules and so forth. But scratch that. Let's let's take that ball it up, toss it in the waste basket. I don't even want to get into that part of it because we we know that part already. Like mm -hmm. my whole thing is is I I feel like it's a no brainer that that Michael Jordan is the best player to ever walk the face of this earth to play basketball, especially in the uh, NBA, uh, without yeah. question. Um, but you know, how can we be realistically having conversation? This is kind of what I was feeling about Perkins was like, how can we be having this conversation about a LeBron James when he's arguably and arguably not even the best Laker ever. And I understand, mm -hmm. I, I totally get it. You know, he ain't been in L.A. nearly as long as some of the others to accomplish, so on and so forth. But he's also missed the playoffs as the Los Angeles Laker. And while some people mm -hmm. might say, well, you know, look at his longevity in the league and all the miles and the wear and tear he got on. Well, then that should give you more opportunities to win, to play more games, and, and, and to solidify yourself as the best ever. Michael Jordan had two years taken away, okay, because he retired, uh, uh, well, a year and a half to two years. And then on top of that, he also played in college. So he didn't come right to the league same way LeBron James did. LeBron James didn't come, or Michael Jordan didn't come. Michael Jordan was average size. When you're looking at the measurements, we're talking about 6'6 six, six in the most uh, of physical era 
of NBA basketball that was ever played. And that's why I agree with Dennis Rodman when he said, I don't question LeBron James' skill set as to whether he could ever play in the, in the 80s and the 90s era. My issue more so was the fact that I question LeBron James's, uh, um, like, just mentally, you know what I mean? Just being his mental toughness to be able to play in that league. And so while I'm not just trying to, you know, basically shit on LeBron, like the reality is what it is. He's had more time. Yes, he's made it to the finals, you know, nine times in 17 years or whatever the case may be. You still three and six. Michael is six and oh. Michael never played in a game seven. Michael walked onto the floor and was the best from day one without question. Like, like, like came onto that team. We heard him in the documentary. I went after the head dog first, after the captain, because I was a rookie and I didn't have a voice in the locker room. So from there all the way until he finished playing, there was no more questions about somebody else during that time of being better than Michael Jordan. You never heard somebody say, well, this player might be, well, that player might be. Even right now we're hearing guys while, Le while LeBron is still active, we're hearing people say, uh, 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 well, when Kobe was in the league with him, Kobe Bryant's better. It was a, it was a conversation to have even right now. You know, uh, I don't know. KD might be better than him. I don't know. Kawhi might be better than him. I don't know. We really hearing conversations now starting to stir up about people saying that Giannis might be better than him, the Greek freak. So I don't want to get into all this riffraff, but I, I, I do understand that he that LeBron has to um you know my question is what does he have to accomplish as a Laker before he can be considered the best Laker ever because you do have magic you do have Wilt you do have Kareem you do have Kobe <laughs> you have these players now I'll give him the best small forward ever long story longer dice I don't have a problem with LeBron necessarily being ranked number two because I think at that point it is becoming a little bit more arguable with Kobe, I don't have a problem with him being number three or anything all the way down to the last guy that's ranked on the list. But he's not number one, bro. I just I can't swallow that pill. Bro. I don't know, I think that there needs to be some people that, that, that can get educated right here, right now on this show so that it can be known because the people need to know the truth, man. They need the stats and they need the facts. That's a fact, man. Stats and facts, man. But, you know, I just wish that, man, you, you said a couple of things like Mike, you know, then come straight out of high school into the league. You know, he went to college. So that's three years that, you know, of stats that aren't factor counted in his NBA career. Then he took two years off, you know, to retire to play baseball. Then remember, he took another three years off after, like, the second three-peat, bro. So that's, like, what, three, five – I like eight years of potential NBA stats that aren't in the book for, like, Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he played the same way these other dudes play, like, straight out of high school with no breaks, just play all the way, like, a Kobe, like, 20 straight years, Mike would have over 40,000 points right now, probably 11 rings. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I don't even look at that, man. I look at what does your eyes say? Like, who was the most dominant when you saw him play? And uh, just, like, going back to this uh, list, the top 10 ESPN list, man, I'm just tripping, like, why does even Tim Duncan even come ahead of, like, Kobe and Shaq, bro? Like, I don't get it, man. Like, people say Tim Duncan is the best power forward of all time, and he might be, you know, statistically uh, – well, not statistically, but he has, like, the, the championship rings. I just feel like Tim Duncan, he just lucked up. Hey, go back to the the ESPN list, though, the top ten list, though. Go back to that one right quick, bro. To the ESPN? Yeah, the top ten. They had Mike and LB. Yeah, so uh, 
I just feel like, yeah, Tim Duncan, Shaq, and Kobe, like, 8 through 10, I have a real problem with. Really, 7 through 10, I have a real problem with, man. Like, number one, uh, Kobe, Shaq, and Duncan. All right, with actually, Kobe and Duncan, they have five rings each, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that Tim Duncan, he's arguably the best power forward of all time, man. I just feel like Tim Duncan lucked up to a great organization. He came to a team where he had like a top 50 player of all time and, and David Robinson, a former MVP. Tim Duncan came in the league in 97. David Robinson was MVP in 94. Then he went on to play with one coach for 20 years. So like the stability and consistency in the organizational front, the same philosophies, the same offenses, you know what I'm saying? A comfort factor, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like those are like the X factors and intangibles you got to factor in. Whereas Kobe, had like three or four or five different coaches. He had the controversies with Shaq and so forth. He had so many teammates, man. I feel like people just like give Tim Duncan like credit for things he wasn't necessarily, you know what I'm saying, responsible for. He was just lucky to reap those benefits. Like Kobe never played with four uh, Hall of Fame teammates like over three or four years. Yeah, he had Carl Malone and Gary Payton after that one year in 2004, but that was just one year. Tim Duncan, he came on a team that perennially had uh, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, David Robinson. You had, uh, uh, what's the dude's name? Like Coach Pop, arguably like the, the second best, but not the best coach of all time. You know what I'm saying? So the, all those factors contribute to a player playing well. And if you look at his numbers, though, man, Tim Duncan only had like, for him to play like 20 years, he only had like five or six years where he averaged 20 points a game, bro. Like, he's not, like, an offensive beast like that. You know what I'm saying? He got two MVPs. Cool, man. But I'm just curious to see, you know, will we still say the same thing about Tim Duncan if he played for, I don't know, another team and not that same situation with San Antonio? I'm just an old-school dude, man. When I think about power forwards, bro, I think about Charles Barkley and Carmelo. Malone. Charles Barkley's my favorite power forward back in the day, man. You know what I'm saying? But for them to have told me Tim Duncan – over Kobe, though, Kobe has, like, 8,000 more career points. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's just like the eye test. Like, he's, like, a better player. Like, just the eye test over Tim Duncan. I know it may sound like I'm shooting on Tim Duncan, bro. I just got a problem with Tim Duncan being ahead of uh, Kobe Bryant, bro. Now, you can go back to, like, the – you want to add on something to that? Yeah, just briefly. Like, one thing okay. I wanted to say was that, you know, I will say this much about LeBron. And I think it's partially his fault. Mm. He hasn't had the coach that a lot of these other guys have had in his career. So I will give credit where due there. Now, I think some of that is, is, is his own issue. Mm. Um, but, you know, the David Blatt and all that, that ain't that ain't going to cut it. The Eric Spolster and all that, that's cool. That's cute. But that ain't going to cut it, bro. So, but, but I do respect the fact that he went out there and he did, you know, cut down nets or hang banners or – get jewelry to put up in the china cabinet like based yeah. on that strength because i one thing we don't know is if lebron would have more rings if he had a better coach and we won't know if kobe or michael had less rings if they didn't have phil so that being something that we don't know but i i, I do sense some di I, I felt major disrespect when i seen kobe at number nine that just didn't you, even Jake. i didn't Thank i you, just bro. i don't even feel like that's real I, I i just don't feel like that that's realistic and i and i know that there's there's always going to be asterisk next to players that is on this list right now. Like Shaq, I don't feel like Shaq is necessarily one of the best basketball players that I've ever seen. Like I, feel like Shaq, I feel like Shaq is a big-ass man. 
that nobody could stop. Like he's the most, the most dominant, dominant as far as dominant. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a, I ever have seen a player that dominant. Like, like I've seen, like I've seen players, I've seen the opposition, big centers. Okay. I ain't not even just a Chris Dudley or a Arvita Sabonis or something like that. I've seen dudes on Shaq's back. Okay. Riding them like a, like a piggyback ride. And Shaq taking the ball and jumping off of his feet and dunking the ball with another grown man on his back. What's Not the most respectful dunk you ever seen with Shaq? I'm thinking about that time he dunked on Chris Dudley, bro. And he actually rolled Chris Dudley's back and threw him down. Yeah, yeah, and threw him and down into the cameraman. That exactly. was dope. That was dope. <laughs> I will say this. I remember the – I remember – not necessarily dunk. That was very disrespectful. Even the one where he dunked the ball and then kicked Buddy into the uh, because there was one where he kicked somebody into the uh, in, into the cameraman. But yeah. one thing that Shaq I feel like was always infamous for, and I used to love it because I used to see Shaq get mad, was when Shaq would have the ball. He posting somebody up, and he got the ball and he'd back him down. And then he'd kick it back out just to dig in there a little bit deeper. Like one thing you can't, when somebody putting all that weight on you, it's going to take them legs out. So he'd kick it back out on purpose just to reset and then get the ball back down there on the block again, back you in there, turn around. And I, I seen multiple times he'd try and just maybe not sky hook, but just, just a little jump hook and somebody mm -hmm. would block it. And they block it back in his face to the point where he get it. Oh, but now he mad because now he about to go up with that second jump. And he about to flush it all over you. All you see is him hanging off the rim with the tongue up like that. You know what that's Shaq, bro. That's the infamous Shaq face, bro. Like, so I used to love when somebody would block it back in his face just so he can get it back, and he's gonna yam it down even harder. So. I feel like there's always going to be asterisks, bro. Uh, Kobe Bryant, I think that goes unsaid. Like, Kobe Bryant, without first of all, when I say without question, you can put him from two to five all you want to in my book. Thank I don't you. think he's anything less than five. I really feel Thank like he you. should be top three, but I think you can argue that there's right. players that could be in front of him and yeah. or putting LeBron in that spot when LeBron is done. That's how I personally feel about it. That's a great point, Tay. I mean to cut you off because when, Le when LeBron is done, man, he may have a nasty like, like stat line, bro. Like I've always said for years, even back in my '92 90 game days, man, I said LeBron's would be like the first player to have the career triple double. What's the career triple double? At least ten thousand points, ten thousand rebounds, ten thousand assists. He's going to end up having like thirty thousand points, ten thousand rebounds, and ten thousand assists, man. When you know when he, when he's done, and that's going to be an amazing feat. It's so funny you made a point about Shaq, you know what I'm saying, like putting his weight on his opponents and that stuff, like weighing, weighing on people, like weighing the defenses down. Like I thought about Tyson Fury when you automatically said that maybe you can get your brother one day. I know he's like the, the boxing guru, but I thought about when Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fought, man. Like I just remember like the, the divisions that Deontay, I mean, Fury was just like leaning on, leaning on Wilder for like, the whole fight after like six, seven, eight rounds, man. Like, Fury just broke down, bro. I mean, it takes a lot of weight, but I mean, a lot of strength to hold up 300 pounds up on you, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, that was another thing. And then that David Robinson, I'm sorry, that, that Shaq dunk, when he, like, kicked somebody into, like, the stands, I think that was David Robinson uh, when he did that. I don't agree with David Thompson. No, I don't. Don't fire him up. Don't fire my boy. <laughs> I do not. I do don't, not agree with Danny Thompson. No. <laughs> 
Um, and I'm just periodically, as, a, as we're just kind of tossing some stuff around and making some different points, y'all feel free to do just what, you know, Kevin Thompson has done, Danny Thompson has done, my dude Yane Ramsur just checked in, Andre Harris, all kind of people, man. Feel free to chime in, man, because, uh, you know, the, it's definitely a good conversation. I, honestly, I, I'll be honest with you. As much of a good con- – I said I would never have this – conversation with people again at least in regards to michael jordan and anybody else because i don't really think that there's much of a point but um you know i just definitely want to commend people for you know doing a part and chiming in with us of course you can do that at the bottom of the um post in the comment section whatnot but i i just end up ultimately putting everything to rest when we start talking about lebron because and I'm not a LeBron hater. Now I'm not a LeBron lover, but I'm not a LeBron hater either. It just really doesn't make a difference. I can appreciate his greatness. I, I I can appreciate LeBron's difference in this uh, or, or greatness in the sense of not only just what he's done, but also one thing I don't think people understand is Michael was average size six six in a in a very physical era, where LeBron more so is a physical specimen. One of the biggest that we never said, but what if LeBron was six six and the average two hundred and some odd pounds like Mike? Would he be as dominant? Would he be as good? Would he be as skilled? All of these different things. You see what I'm saying? So from that standpoint, I just want to make sure that I that, that I throw some of that that I throw some of that stuff uh, at him. Danny Thompson just chiming back in said he's got Kobe Bryant at number eleven. Which, wow, I'm just. I don't, I don't, I don't even know where to go with some of this stuff. Hey, but, bro, hey, somebody and, drug test that man, bro. Like, hey, get, get off my screen. Shout out to Danny Todd. I can't. Even, I, I don't want to see. This is my show, bro. Take that off, bro. Comment, bro. I can't even see that right now. You upset? Yeah, that's my dude. you upset? That's my dude, the host, Danny Thompson. Don't be that guy, bro. But I'm not mad at you, and I respectfully disagree. You know? No, he saying? don't. Don't mad. believe him, Danny. No, he don't. He lying. <laughs> Andre Harris, that's my dude, Danny Thompson, DT, holding it down for the DTs. Andre Harris saying, Michael never compromised winning and had the athletic ability and skill set to dominate. I love LeBron. However, Michael's different. And I agree with that. And if that wasn't to show anything, let like, the reality is this, bro. This is what it is. And I'm going to leave the rest of this LeBron stuff alone. I'm going to put it to rest because I think that, uh, you know, I think that Perkins knows what he's doing by listing these people that he's listing and trying to be humble and modest to the guys, trying to keep good relationships with guys. Probably, I don't think he well, really believes what right he believes. Put his list up. Put his list up. Put up Perks' list right quick. Okay, there goes Perks' list. Okay, right. that's Perks' list. But regardless of the fact, bro, you got LeBron number one. LeBron wears the. Let me ask you something, Dice. I'm just curious mm-hmm. to this. I know we got to get ready to go and wrap it up here within the next ten or so minutes. We still got some Michael Jordan stuff to get into. What what number does LeBron James wear? You already know, 23. Okay. Why do you think he wears that number? You already know. You want to be like Mike. <laughs> Go on, bro. Go on. It's just not adding up. Like, 2 plus 2 ain't 22, bro. It's 4, bro. Like, some stuff is just really not making sense. It's just really not adding up to me. But I have a, a different question for you. Let's get away from that topic here for just a quick second. Let, let's take this down because I feel the same way about Perks List that you feel about what Danny Thompson just said. So let's get rid of that. Cause I'm not really, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. We're not really. gonna get to the Zion and KG. I, I was, I thought we was gonna get to that. Um, yeah, let's do that. Let Let's do that right after I ask you this question. It's just okay. something I'm just, it's just something I'm just a little bit curious about. Are we on the same level in agreement? And this is, this is uh, Jalen Rose, by the way. Are we on the same level in agreement that Steph Curry? is the best three-point shooter that you've ever seen. 
He is. Okay. In I just want to make sure. I, I I didn't know if anybody else was out there that you know maybe a Mark Price or maybe a Mark Jackson or maybe a Rex look, Chapman or maybe he's a, still Mark Jackson. I mean not Mark Jackson. Look, not Mark Jackson. Not Mark Jackson. I'm trying to think Chris of one or Chris, ja Chris Jackson, I don't know Mark, what I was thinking about. Abdul Mark Raouf. Price, Mark Price, Mark Price, I was thinking of. Mark, Mark Price, uh, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf is in that conversation. Jeff Hornacek, you know, just different. Dan Marley. Well, Ray Allen had the prettiest Ray shot Allen, though, man. Ray Allen. Ray Allen had, had the prettiest. That. He had the, yeah, the prettiest, prettiest day to me. Yeah. Okay, okay. But Steph is definitely at the top. Yeah. Of all right, I just want to make sure we hold it down for the light skin. Hashtag LSU, <laughs> hashtag, hold on. Hashtag LSU, hashtag what? Light skin United, game for free, right. baby. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. Hashtag LSU, know. hashtag light skin United. That's what we're doing. Um, let's get into this whole case. Because what, what, what exactly, I want you to quote exactly what I said when we was making that comparison between Kevin Garnett and, and Zion Williams. I'm going to paraphrase, bro. I don't remember okay. exactly what you said, but I remember when I'm you good heard with that. that KG. When you heard that KG was number five, like, oh, this dude is tripping, man. Hey, cuz he tripping. Obviously, he got his buddy system, you know, KG's old teammate, everything like that. But honestly, though, cuz, truthfully, I don't even talk like me, that, bro. I don't even <laughs> talk like that, cuz. But hey, cuz, truthfully, cuz, you ask me, cuz, I would say Zion Williamson, maybe KG. Like, like why? What's to say Zion Williamson can be better than KG? In the long term, when you said that, like, wow, my head kind of blew up, bro. I said, you got not even like a, a full rookie season, like 15 games in rookie Zion Williamson, better than KG. My head blew up, bro. I said, but we got to talk about this on the show. Please expound, elaborate. Why did you say that, bro? I'm like, wow. Okay, first and foremost, let's get him up off here real quick. I want to let people know what they're watching and what they're checking out. And then I'm gonna put right after that. I'm gonna put into Tate says <laughs> Zion can be better than KG. Well, that's coming. <laughs> Type it in. Get ready to start typing, bro. <laughs> I'm typing because right I now, believe <laughs> because I'm a believer that Zion Williamson has the potential to be better than KG. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I'll be honest with you. I don't even see why that would even surprise you. Yes, uh, a very limited amount of games. Now, of course, we're talking about with, you know, assuming that Zion will have a healthy career. I don't think he has to play uh, as many years as KG played either to be uh, uh, to be to be considered a, a better player than than KG when it's all said and done. You know what I mean? Now, I'm talking about when Zion is done playing basketball and then you put measured those both of those guys up together. I'm not talking about, you know, right now. I'm not talking about five years from now. I'm talking about in the event that Zion Williams to stay healthy and just basing it off of just my talent for uh, uh, my, my eye for the talent and just looking at his ability of things that he can do. No, he doesn't have the greatest jump shot. And KG's probably comes a little bit more and came a little bit more naturally as a player. But I'm seeing a dude that's looking dominant. Like we talked about Shaq dominance. And in terms of front court players, I think there's you could probably name on just two hands dominant, maybe not the most skilled, but most dominant front court players, bro, since Shaquille O'Neal retired all the way up until today. 
I think that Zion Williamson is making strides to be in that same conversation. And at that point, by the time he's done, I think he's going to surpass Kevin Garnett. Now, if he doesn't, then he doesn't. But I think that he has that ability to do it. I think that he has the potential to do it. You see what he's doing, dude. I mean, dude is out there looking like a monster. And, and yeah, mm. you might say this. Yeah, what? Probably six, seven at best. Maybe six, six. Probably six, mm. six and three quarters. Probably what Zion Williamson is, just to be realistic. But like to see the man rebounding the way just, just a monster with it, and he doesn't he's not even considered like an elite rebounder at this point. Like second chance points, uh a uh, second jump, like 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 second um like second jump effort, like it's effortless. Yeah. Like I, I honestly he does have to work on the jump shot, that's clear. Gotta work on the body, everybody knows that. Um, that goes unsaid, and gotta work on his free throws and stuff like that. But for a dude at 20, at, at, at less than 20 games played in the league so far, I know that that's yeah. not a, that doesn't hold a lot of weight, but just on the road that he's on, you can't tell me one player right now in the front court that you could be like, he can shut Zion down by the time Zion gets what? By the time Zion contract year come around, hey. name, name a player that's going to shut him down. He's going to run through players. I mean, like I, I've already seen it. I've already seen Rudy it. Gobert. Rudy Gobert and all these skinny players, he's going to yeah. run through them, bro. They're not going to stand in his way. When he come up through that lane, they're not going to just stand there, bro. Trust me. No, I've seen it. All great valid points. I've seen this year, his little uh, abbreviated season, 12 and 15 games already, bro. Like, like dudes like Anthony Davis, LeBron, I saw they didn't win it in the paint with him at all, bro. I've seen Zion handle everybody in the paint, though, bro. But this person right here I'm going to bring up, though, and I don't doubt what you say, though, man. I think that Zion does have the whole world in front of him, and he can become that player you're talking about. But I don't see better than Kevin Garnett when I see him. When I see Zion Lewis. I see this dude right here. I see Sean Marion, bro, for all the reasons why you said. not. Listen, listen. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Listen. When I look at Zion Williamson, they give him the rock. They don't – listen. Exactly. Listen, listen. They are not going – they are not making plays – they are not making play, calling plays for Zion Williamson. They did you not make me turn plays. my hat backwards, bro. Yeah, yeah. Listen, they did not call plays for Sean Marion. 80% of Sean Marion's buckets were off alley oops, offensive rebounds, and second chance points. The same thing you described, Zion Williamson, that's the majority of Sean Marion's game. That was his game. Arguably, his jumper was better than uh, Zion Williamson. Maybe not aesthetically. You know, he had the little set two-hand shot, release, whatever like that. But Sean Marion had a three-point shot. Sean Marion was a multiple-time, like three or four-time all-star, bro. So I think that, you know, uh, Zion's roof is higher than Sean Marion. I think right now where Zion's game is right now as we speak. Obviously, he's more dominant in the paint. When Zion getting that rock in the paint, he knocking fools out the way. He's getting buckets, you know what I'm saying? In regards to just like, like you know what I'm saying, Figuring it out and just having basketball sense, just being smart around the rim and using his athletic ability to score, yeah, it's most it's most resembling to like Sean Marion, in my opinion, bro. I'm gonna say this, bro, and I know that Zion is not. This is the thing we're talking about: guys that are finished products. Mm -hmm. Zion's not even remotely close to that, and 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 honestly, Zion's not the most skilled basketball player. But again, to our point, neither was Shaquille O'Neal. You see what I'm saying? Like, so I feel very some it's it, it is it is the it is the grown man's strength, the dominance. And I don't think that Zion's a bad basketball player. It's not like he's a football player playing basketball. I don't think it's like that. I think he's better. 
when you talk about IQ, we talking about uh, court vision and just no, he don't got handles like Kyrie Irving. I'm not saying that, but 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 Zion is 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 a, can run the floor. You see what I'm saying? At like like a guard and make decisions like a guard. I'm not gonna put him at a point guard position by any means, but I'm just saying from a standpoint of things that he can do and so, things that he can turn into being. He can do some some of these things already very well. I'd be willing to put up a lot of these guys, and I don't really, honestly, without even looking, we can talk about this on the next one. I don't know where Kevin Garnett, Sean Marion, or anybody else really measures up in their first less than 20 games of the NBA, but I would be more than willing to be interested to see exactly what their numbers were looking like and pairing them up against Zion when they played the same amount of games and to see what that looked like. Again, it's going to, it's going to look different, different era, everything else, all that other kind of stuff. Teammates is going to be different. All that. I just want to compare the numbers and see what they look like because one man looking like if he keeps this up and, and from, from a dietary standpoint, he won't. I can't see anybody that will be able to stop him. And we and we can hold back on that a little bit. We got so well, many comments but, coming through, and we're not gonna get into them right now. But go ahead. That's, that's all good. That's a fact, though. And I agree with what you said. Well, a lot of points here, Zion points. It sounds like I keep hearing Shaq's name. So you were comparing more to like Shaq than Char- than Charles Barkley. Cause I see a lot of, like in terms of no. that, like that physical no presence. No, I, I I definitely see more of Grandmama slash Julius Randle slash. Like pinches of players here and there. Charles Barkley okay. is in that conversation. But the reason that I said Shaquille O'Neal is because to me, like, 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 like Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley is a basketball player that 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 just was not built, you know what I'm saying? Like a basketball player. But he's a good basketball player. He just played, he was under he was an undersized big. Shaquille O'Neal, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying he had no skill because I do believe that he had skill, especially dating back to the days. Yeah, the so called I got skills. Like, 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 like when Shaq was running the floor in transition, playing the point, bringing the ball up, like, like he was serious. You know what I'm saying? Shaq had handles, bro. I don't know about that, but what I'm you saying. You ever seen the warm up, the little warm ups against Michael? Jordan, like yeah, when he yeah. won the All-Star game. Yeah, Kobe, I'm not saying he was a bum. Yeah. I'm not saying he was a bum. But what yeah. I'm saying is it was clear that he was just bigger than everybody. Yes, he had skill, but that was in addition to the fact that he uh, he appeared to be a different Shaq. Maybe not a better Shaq, maybe not a, uh, anything else. But he appeared to be a different Shaq once he got to L.A. and started putting on that man of steel. You know what I'm saying? It started looking different. That's what I'm talking about what Zion has. Zion just is physically more dominant than everybody else. That's why he's getting what he's been getting since he's been on the floor. Okay. That's my comparison to Shaquille okay. O'Neal, not to but get with, twisted. To, to Kevin Garnett's credit, though, man, you know, what Kendrick, to Kendrick Perkins' credit, man, I think Kevin Garnett, he did average like one, one of like three or four players of all time NBA history to average like 20 points, 10 rebounds, and five assists a game for like five straight seasons. So that, that is versatility. He does have a defensive player of the year award in Boston, man. So, you know, when I just saw, you know, the most versatile player, I'm thinking like, like where is Matt? First of all, where was Magic Johnson at in your list? That's number one. I didn't see Magic's name on the top five list. And then number two, you had KG. But I said maybe he factored in Kevin Gardner's defense and he did average five assists a game for like five straight years, which is a big deal for like a, a power forward or front court player. So I agree, man. But yeah, um, I want to get into some of this real quick, bro, because I know we got to hurry up and get the heck up out of here real fast. Okay. Um, 
And that's when you know where you come from when folks say right fast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I want to make sure that I put this up here, man, because we got something really, really special that's going to be taking place um, this weekend. So that being said, Last Dance documentary is the season finale. We'll resume and conclude in episodes 9 and 10 on Sunday, 9 P.E.S.T. Want to preview that real quick, bro. What? What are we gonna see? What is what is? And I know we talked a little bit about this, but I want to get in in depth with it just a little bit more, at least for like less than five minutes or about five minutes. Mm-hmm. What does Iron Mike Dyson hope that we see when we see these last nine or ten? Because I got a feeling it's a lot of stuff that we ain't got into yet, and I'm really not sure that there's really a whole lot of time that mm-hmm. they can really put into these last two hours. I want to see those fine details that happened right after following the championship game, man, where everybody's in that championship high, you know? And, like, I would feel like, you know, winning, they say winning is the, the greatest deodorant. And the climate in the Bulls locker room in the front office was very uh, cantankerous. It was very putrid. It, it stunk in, in, in layman's terms, you know what I'm saying? So I would think that three championships in a row would cover some of that bad odor. But obviously it didn't. So I want to see the transition of them riding that high, winning a sixth championship after 1998. Whereas, I mean, they said, Jerry Krause said, we can go 82-0, and I still won't rehire you. But that's at the beginning of the year. At the end of the year, when you celebrate and douse each other with champagne, I'm like, okay, do the feelings change or not change? So I want to see exactly step by step, you know, what happened. Um, was it like Martin when he told Gina, stop, stop. And then Gina uh, left, and then Mark was like, oh, come on, Gina, I was afraid. Come on back, come on, yeah, back, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like, I feel like Jerry Reinsdorf and Jerry Krause should have been like that for Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan, bro. Like, that's just so stupid, man. So just watching this, man, it's kind of like you watching Juice, bro, one of your favorite movies. You know what's going to happen, but in the back of your mind, you just wish, like, I just hope it was just, like, a different outcome would happen. You know what I'm saying? I just hope to see at the end of the, 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 the last dance where miraculously, you know, Jay Krause put aside his ego and re-signed Phil Jackson and the Bulls kept rocking out until somebody eventually beat them, whether it was the, the Spurs or the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? But I think the Bulls, they did deserve the right to defend their title until somebody beat them. So I just want to see what happened subsequently, like the behind-the-scene footage and B-roll, the, 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 the transcriptions or the verbiage or the dialogue between front office and the Bulls and just like, wow, how do you transition from winning a championship to getting Phil Jackson out of there, to hiring Phil, uh, what's his name, Tim Floyd, man. So I just want to see exactly how that transition was following the, the championship, man. How about you? Um, I don't know, Dice. Mm. I know that that ain't really a very popular response, but I just want to see I want to see something that I didn't expect. I want to see something that's going to have me saying, now we got to come out with another 10 more episodes. Like, we have to. Like, because Mike said, I want it to be something that we never saw coming. I want it to be something that whatever we think, when we think Michael Jeffrey Jordan, I want to hear something on the way out from this that's going to have us saying, I did not expect that from Mike. Mm-hmm. I never expected for him to say this. I never mm-hmm. expected for him to, to do that. Like, 
those and I don't and I, I'm be honest, I don't I don't know what I, don't, I really don't know what that is. So I really don't have like a great answer. That um, is the answer though, Tate. That is the answer. We're you're conditioned right now. We're hooked. Right. Like I told right. you last week, bro. After this week, I'm going to be in front of my TV on ESPN on a Sunday night, waiting for Michael Jordan to come up. It doesn't have to be the last dance. Go on Instagram Live. Give me a new shoe story. But I'm hooked now, though, bro. You know what I'm saying? I need more Michael Jordan now, bro. After mm -hmm. this, so that's 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 the answer right there, bro. We're just hooked, bro. It's so hard that's to say goodbye. I just I, and you know what? I don't think I could have really said it better than that. But in addition to that, what I will say is that um, I just hope that the people are embracing what they're watching mm. because they're watching the greatest. I don't give a damn what Perk talking about. I don't give a damn what nobody else talking. That doesn't matter to me. I can care less. I don't care. That doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. We know the truth. The real is the real. Mm -hmm. We know who mm -hmm. the GOAT is. The GOAT wears 23. Okay. We're mm -hmm. not talking about the one that wears 23 because somebody else can. He didn't make up 23. This man came with the twenty. Hey. Okay. The only person that you know that can come into the game, be the best throughout the duration, playing all the way, all those seasons as the best, leave as the best, come back as the best, go through the rest of those next three Pete as the best, and then walk out as the best. The mm -hmm. best from start to finish. Period. Mm. Point blank, mm -hmm. exclamation point, no questions, no ifs, no ands, no buts about it. Like, I just really want to see something that 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 I just I, I wouldn't have thought I was going to see or hear. And I just want the people to embrace it, man, because Michael Jordan was the polarizing figure that not just made people want to be like him, but had the effect. And this is why I always feel like he was the great, the greatest, because he had the it's the effect that he left on the people. It's mm -hmm. where you will always, you know, remember where you saw this, where you heard that, like all of, like when, when, when somebody says, what a spectacular move by Michael Jordan. And you only hear the audio piece of Mark that. Mm -hmm. Your, 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 your mind, your mind knows exactly what Marvin more, what Marv Albert is describing in that moment Facts. because of that effect that, it, that, mm -hmm. that, that Michael had on you. There's mm -hmm. certain things that you know that you hear that will make you think about that i'm not sure anybody else in in basketball that you can really say that too many times about so we can go ahead and close it out man but i just thought that that was a very um i just thought that that was interesting man appreciate everybody for checking in man we got comments and comments still rolling comments still coming through bro but y'all make sure every like i said we're gonna recap the, the the last dance give everybody an opportunity we might even have some people that we can actually um share the link with man if they want to come on and, and give their thoughts about you know potentially what they thought that uh that, that they saw or that they learned maybe give them about 60 seconds to two minutes and just open up the floor to them or whatnot um but appreciate everybody for showing the love again this will be uh a podcast you can find it at tate's take Anywhere you find your favorite podcast, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Red Circle, you name it, the whole nine, like you, you, you can find it there. So I appreciate everybody for checking in at Tate's Take Hoops on the Twitter, um, as well as on the IG at the Delegate Twenty Four. Um, gonna come with the with the YouTube real soon. We're gonna come with the with the with the show. Uh, appreciate that, Dre. Uh, we're gonna come with the with with the show Instagram. We're gonna come with the show Twitter. We're gonna come with all that. But if you don't do nothing else, 
please pass it along to a friend, man. You can find this particular segment, the rest of our segment at Tate's Take, anywhere you find your favorite podcast. But in addition to that, uh, feel free to share this information. We're going to be doing some giveaways. We got all kind of dope stuff coming up, man. And most importantly, and I'm going to let you go ahead and fit and close us out, Dice. But most importantly, I don't want y'all to forget this. Most importantly, don't forget to chime in again at the delegate 24. Go and tweet this man and let him know what's going to happen to him if he ain't got them chicken wings when I kill him on the court. <laughs> That's what I need y'all to do. Let him oh, know because the one-on-one is still on. The one-on-one is still popping, and I might lace up some J's on that boy. Ooh, we're going <laughs> to see, bro. Hey, I, pre- th- I appreciate that competitive spirit, bro. I can tell you've been watching the last dance. I can tell <laughs> Michael Jordan has been inspiring you, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, hey, you know what? What I ain't lying, brother. You saying this, bro? I feel like Michael Jordan on the tablet, like doing the head roll and everything <laughs> like that. The head roll when he was uh, looking at Gary Payton. <laughs> exactly. I feel like Michael Jordan uh, looking at Gary Payton's reactions, bro. Man, uh, listen, bro. You have skills, bro. But on a one-on-one game, I'm just gonna back you down, bro. I'm like six-two, six-three, bro. Good. I got too Good. much muscle for you, bro. Good. You don't want Good. it, man. Good. But, hey, hey, hey. I'm five ten, bro. I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> No, but hey, great show as usual, uh, Tate. Everybody, thanks for watching. Have a great weekend as usual. Stay positive, stay cautious, and God bless. In a minute. Don't forget to share the pod.